Vikings fishing. If you want to know what you've been missing, call on the guys that'll make your line tight. Call Bernie Bass and the captain, all right? That's Bernie Bass and the captain, that's right. Now they're the guys that old fish fear. They're both known far and near. Ask them what's right, they'll tell you what to do. Ask them what's wrong, well, they'll tell you that too. Bernie Bass and the captain, that's right, Bernie Bass. And the captain, all right, Bernie Bass. And the captain, that's right. They'll keep your line tight. Bernie Bass and the captain, that's right. Hey everyone, welcome to the Tight Line with Bernie Bass and the Captain. It's Columbus Day weekend and hopefully you'll be taking that extra day to get out on the water. We are joined by local charter boat captain Anthony Guchardo, better known as Captain Tony. Anthony specialized in offshore tuna trips, running charters for one more cast charters. Anthony, thanks for joining us and would you like to add anything before we get started? Oh, it's going on, Bernie. It's uh, it's great to be here, and uh, you know, I haven't seen you in a while, so it's good to see you. Yeah, no, it's good to see you too. I'm so glad you were able to uh, get here with that tight schedule you're uh, keeping right now. All right, Anthony, um, you're a native Long Island, just like me and the Cap. Uh, I get to sit between two Caps today here. Um, can you talk a little bit about like your first fishing experiences growing up that you remember? Yeah, um, I mean. So I was born in January of 93, and I was on a boat in June of 93. So six months old, um, my parents were bringing me out on the boat. Um, You know, I was fishing from pretty much the time I could walk, hold a rod in my hand. My grandfather taught me. um, My my father taught me as well. Um, And some of my earliest memories are, you know, fishing the bays in Shinnecock and fluking with my whole family. Um, You know, we had three boats between my grandfather, my uncle, and our boat, and we'd kind of all, uh, you know, work around in the bay until we found fluke, and, you know, usually we did pretty well. Um, So that's pretty much my earliest memories of fishing was doing that. So when you were younger, were you just mostly targeting fluke, or were you doing, like, the blues, the stripers, were you doing sea bass, were you doing all that stuff? So in the beginning, when I was kind of, you know, still learning and at a very young age, yeah, um, you know, the fluking was pretty much the main thing. Um, and then as I got a little bit older and I started reaching my teens, um, you know, and I was getting better at casting, I kind of figured out how to catch bluefish and striped bass. Um, and around that time, uh, that was also when I was beginning to learn how to drive the boats, probably when I was about 11 or 12 years old. Um, so, you know, with my father's blessing, he'd sit back and kind of do nothing while I drove the boat around and we'd chase blues in the ocean or something like that. You know, I was only 11, 12 years old. So you really had an early introduction. Yep. Yeah, same as me. My, yeah, we used to <clears throat> bring the boat over to the to Davis Park, and my dad would let me dock a 41-footer when I was 12, and the guys <laughs> on the dock would just flip out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I never crashed into it. It was good. All right, so let's talk about how you got into the charter business. Um, did you always want to be a charter captain? Like, my mom has a story where, you know, as a little kid, and what are you going to be when you grow up, Ralph? And I said, oh, I'm going to be a charter captain. Do you have the same kind of story? Um, not really. You know, it kind of just fell into place for me. Um, during COVID, you know, while I was running my, my marketing business, um, I kind of had a lot of extra free time and I wanted to do something else. So, you know, logically, the first thing I thought of was, okay, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and 
get my captain's license and pursue this. So I did that, got my captain's license. And in the beginning, I was kind of just doing private boat work, um, working for wealthier people out on the East End, running their boats. And then uh, last year in August, um, an opportunity came with uh, John McMurray of One More Cash Charters. And he reached out to me and asked if I was interested in working as a mate. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. So as I started the mate for him, um, he was kind of just like, dude, like, you got a captain's job. You know? And I was like, all right. So it kind of morphed into yeah. the captain thing. Yeah. And on that note, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Tight Line. We're continuing our conversation with Captain Tony. All right, Captain, uh, right before the break, we are talking about you and the charter business that you uh, do. Um, I know you specialize in the, in the offshore tuna trips, but is there other species you pursue um, on the charters you do and also in your personal life fishing? Um, so when it comes to the charters, I typically do only focus on um, the jig and pop tuna fishing. So we use light tackle, um, spin gear. Um, we don't troll. We don't do any of that. Um, personally, I do fish for a lot of different species. Um, I, like I said, you know, I grew up bottom fishing, so fluke fishing, sea bass fishing, uh, black fishing. Um, I used to shark fish a little bit, um, but I don't as much anymore because I just kind of feel bad targeting them at this point. Um, and uh, besides that, you know, I surf cast. Um, I still keep up with that. I surf casted for a long time. Um, in the short period that we didn't have a boat for a couple of years, kind of honed in my game. Um, so striped bass is, you know, something that I still target regularly, um, more from the shore than on the boat. I feel like catching stripers on the boat is just, you know, it's kind of sacrilege after, <laughs> a, a, after learning how to surf cast, you know. You know, I've always told people there's nothing like when you get a real nice striped bass from the shore. Yeah. Uh, quick question um, about these tuna trips, the popping and jigging. Do you think that your experience as a surf caster has helped you with that? A hundred percent. You know, I always see it too when I'm, you know, I have clients on the boat. I could tell who has some sort of surf experience when they're on the boat. When I see people that know how to cast and how to make an accurate cast, it's, you know, it makes or breaks a day because sometimes we're chasing these fish offshore and we're running up on a pot of fish that might be on the surface for 30 seconds feeding and you have that short window to make the perfect cast land in them and, you know, trigger a, a topwater reaction strike, right? So surf casting, you know, sometimes bass are sitting in a certain spot in a rip where if you don't reach that certain spot with your bucktail, you're not going to catch a fish. So it applies to both. Um, you know, and like I said, the best clients that I have in the boat are usually surf casters. Because wow. the learning curve is not a, as, yep. as big. Yep. Well, they have the accuracy. They right. Have the pinpoint accuracy. And They've been practicing. Yep. practicing. So as a fellow captain who used to do fishing charters, I don't do them anymore. I just do uh, scuba diving charters and commercial fish. Um, <clears throat> I always felt it was rewarding. Like I remember some of my best trips with clients when they would hook up for the very first time. And if they didn't screw it up, how excited they would be, and now you had to talk them through it. So do you get excited watching your clients hook up and land fish? I know you do, and land fish, especially as a kid <laughs> for the first-timers. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's honestly one of the reasons why I you know, continue to do this kind of work right. is because watching somebody you know, for the first time get a bite of you know, an 80-pound yellowfin or a bluefin exploding on, on a topwater popper, it's 
unbelievable you know even like the first time i saw it and i experienced it it was the craziest adrenaline rush i've ever had fishing wise um so when i get to watch people experience that for the first time it's awesome you know it's it's the best part about the job in my opinion um you know guiding them through the fight i usually you know i, I like to be successful when we hook up to these fish there's a very good chance you might break off or pull a hook so when it comes to that, I'm very serious, and, you know, I don't yell at my clients, but I guide them strictly, you know. If, if they're holding the rod improperly or they're giving too much slack in the line, you know, or that's... Or they're tugging too much. Yes. Sometimes my clients would always, the rookies, would always want to just pull it in as fast as possible, yeah. not let the real, right. you know, and not the ro- fight the fish, right. just, like, haul it in, yep. and uh, you, you break off, and then you have to explain to them why. Right, and, you, you know, know? The, the rods that we're using are carbon composite rods they're very very fragile so if you high stick these rods you will break them but if you don't high stick them there's a very low chance that they will break um and they could take you know 35 pounds of drag that we're putting on some of these bigger fish um so you know that's something that i always have to watch you know intently not only that but as a captain these tuna are running in crazy patterns around the boat i have to be at the helm the whole time with a guy up on the bow and keeping the angle of that fish proper so that he can fight it properly um so i'm kind of doing a million things at once there's so much stuff going through my head as a client's fighting a fish do you do you do these trips with just you no crewman uh occasionally yeah um i've done them um it depends on how many trips i have a week if i only have like one or two trips in in a week i'll do them by myself but i have back to back to back to back trips i will bring a mate because i'm up at midnight and i'm not done cleaning fishing cleaning the boat till 6 p.m you know it's long days um, so if I have to do that, I will definitely bring a mate because then the mate will be able to clean fish, help clean the boat, help take, you know, gaff fish. So it takes a lot of the workload off my hands, but I have done them by myself. Now, do you tend to, um, make sure you always have a mate when you have someone inexperienced out there with you or? Uh, so, yeah, um, it kind of depends. You know, I do gauge if I'm, if I'm going to bring a mate or not, depending on, um, you know, what the skill level of the crew is. And I do bring a lot of new guys that are just getting into the sport. So when I know I have a crew of, you know, all four new guys, I will typically bring a mate because two of us that know what we're doing is better than, you know, just one. And me being so limited with what I can do with all four of them. Um, But if I have, you know, two out of the four guys have been jig and pop before and they've done it, I might not because I'm like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. I only have to worry about two guys to kind of help them. Um, So, yeah, sometimes it does depend. Now, let me ask you both a question, actually, while I'm sitting here. It's just popped in my head. I know once in a while when I'm guiding, I get the old client that I always ask the experience level because that's how I kind of cater my trip, okay, for guiding uh, with the surf. And, you know, I do have sometimes the guy that actually enhances his qualifications. Um, Have you guys run into that doing a charter? Oh, where he's not telling the truth of how good he is. is yeah, he, exactly. Tiptoeing yes. around yeah. right there. Yeah. I am okay. tiptoeing around that, but uh, yeah, yeah. We've, okay. all, we've all had that. Yep. Oh, I can do this. I've done this, and they've never done it. Yep, you know never done mean? it. Oh yeah, I, I can make a cast, and you're watching them, you know, let go of one arm with the, when they're casting, and it they're, just makes it harder. The old Statue of Liberty cast, yeah. as we call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is this is not good. It's gonna no. be a long trip. Is, yep. You know. Um, so did do you uh? Not, I don't want to say call the person out on it, but do you kind of say, hey, listen, no, you, you, you can't do that, or like you, you tiptoe around them? As yeah, you, you kind of have to tiptoe around, and you say, we, we'll be more successful or less likely to break it off if you do it this way. You just have to pull out those, yeah. those 
nice soft skills where you're not hurting their feelings and you massage them into doing it the right way. No, I, I totally agree with you because I, I just think of this one guy I had. He said he's had experience at night. And honestly, he definitely didn't have experience at night. And honestly, to the point where he was putting like himself in kind of a little bit of danger. And I said, listen, we got to, you know, I got to stand like right next to you and, and we got to, you know, make sure this isn't going to happen and, you know, wind yeah, up you wrong. Worry about the safety. You know? and, yeah. and especially on a boat, I mean, we, we got a lot, ton more hooks around. Oh, yeah. And space is, is, is limited and whatever. Right. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the tight line with Bernie Bass and the captain. We're going to continue our conversation with Captain Tony. But first, we got to talk about our happenings around the island, sponsored by our friends over at ODM Fishing Rods and Fat Cow Fishing Products. October 28th through the 30th is the Fred Garofalo Memorial South Shore Fishing Classic, Classic sponsored by the Long Island State Parks and the Fisherman Magazine. The fee is $25. For more info, call 631-321-3510. That number again is 631-321-3510. Are you an organization with any upcoming fishing or fishing-related events? Please email us at the information at tightlinewrivradio at gmail.com so we can get it out on the air. Now, this brings us to our Catch of the Week winner, sponsored by our friends over Professional Care Physical Therapy of Riverhead and Patchogue. Check them out for all your physical therapy needs, and check out their website at professionalcarept.com. And it's also sponsored by Tightline's Bait and Tackle of Sag Harbor. If you'd like to be a weekly winner, send pictures of your catches via email to tightlinewrivradio at gmail.com or direct message on Instagram at tightlinewrivradio. Our contest winner this week is Roy L. from East Meadow, New York. His entry of a nice full-run striped bass, one of a nice Pumbaa plug pack, courtesy of Pumbaa Plugs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for entering the contest. Once again, want to be a winner in the future? Send your catch pictures to tightlinewrivradio at gmail.com or via Instagram direct message at tightlinewrivradio. Next week, we'll be giving away an SNS Bucktails prize pack. Once again, I need to let everybody know on our last show, November 19th, we'll be giving away the Angler of the Year. That includes a $250 gift certificate donated by our friend Kenny Morris at Tightline's Tackle at Sag Harbor, a Vista Reel donated by our friend Robert Colwin over at Vista Reel. We also have added Power by Set the Hook Long Island, Tackle Accessory Package by Turtle Cove, SNS Bucktails, Fat Cow Fishing Products. Captain's got swag. He has got swag. He's got sign, sign swag, we'll sign pint glasses. It's going to be great. And that'll be given out on our last show on November 19th. Right here, we'll be picking the winner live. And that was our contest winner. Okay, now this brings us to our last cast, sponsored by Miller Place Bait and Tackle and SNS Bucktails. All right, Captain, I got a little problem. Um, I was going into this pizza place establishment um, the other day, mm -hmm. okay? They open at 11 a.m., as most pizza places do, but here's the only problem. I went in at 11 a.m., and the pies weren't ready, okay? If you open the doors at 11 a.m., I think you got to have the pizza ready. What do you think? Well, well, I think you should have did a little more and, and saw if it, were they just running late on that day or has this happened before? Because um, if it happens every single time you go there, then you got a beef. I but have to be dude, honest with you. The, what if the dog didn't feel it? Or there was some story? No, I have to be honest. There's a okay. few guys that were working in there. And I have been in a couple times and the pies haven't been ready. But this time I was just really in a rush and I really needed to get out of there. And the pies weren't ready. What do you think, Ant? You open at 11, it's you got to have things ready, right? Yeah, I think uh, someone's you know, got to go in should, early. And make you should pie. at least have one pie out, you know, something. You can't just open yeah. the door and, okay, you guys got to wait another half an hour. Just open at 11.30 then. Exactly. Yep. You know? 
And that was our last cast, sponsored by our friends over at Miller Place, Bait and Tackle, and SNS Bucktails. All right, Ant, uh, when I first met you, I don't know, I think maybe like five to seven years ago, it was on the jetty at Shinnecock as we were standing around looking at each other as we were waiting <laughs> for false albacore to appear. Um, I think you were in college at the time, and I remember you mentioning you were studying marketing. Do you do anything with that now? Or are you just strictly doing the charter captain stuff? Yes. Yeah, so um, I started, so after college, um, I got a job working at a marketing uh, firm. I was there for three years and just decided that corporate really wasn't cutting it for me. Um, had a pretty nasty boss. Anyway, um, I uh, kind of took a leap of faith and decided to start my own uh, marketing company. So basically, I do social media management, web design, um, you know, SEO, uh, different assets of uh, digital marketing and I do them for primarily small business on Long Island um, and it's been great you know it's I found a nice balance between um, you know running my small business and having the time to go you know charter fishing um, so it's kind of 50 50 at this point it seems like uh, you really really enjoy both yeah from the way you're speaking yeah um, I do um, marketing for some reason, you know, just kind of gravitated towards it. I, I'm a, naturally, I'm a creative person, but I'm also very business-minded. Um, so it's nice in marketing, you know, you have the opportunity to be creative still and to try new things and see what works and what doesn't work. Um, and uh, again, you know, being able to run my own business is is awesome. Yeah, no, it's like I said, you seem like you like you said you have that balance, but it also seems like you enjoy both. That's yeah. that's key. Mm -hmm. Enjoying anything you do, right, Cap? Yeah, Captain Tony, can you can you tell our listeners how they could if that if this piqued their interest and they wanted to uh, reach out to you if they have a small business and need some uh, marketing? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, the name of the business is Tide Runner Media. Um, I have a website. You can jump on there www.tidrunnermedia.com. Um, you can contact me directly on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at capt underscore tony. Um, you know, and for both things, if you're interested in um, you know, helping to generate some more business for your, for your small business. Um, you know, you can hit me up for that. And, uh, you know, if you want to get out and test your skills against one of these, uh, tuna, um, on, on light tackle, you know, that's, it's, it's awesome. There's honestly nothing else like it in the fishing world, in my opinion. It's been a good year. Your really good. clients must be really happy because <laughs> it doesn't happen like this every year. Bluefin was a little slow um, this spring. We had a couple shots at some really big fish. We pulled the hook on a very large one after about an hour and a half um, on a spin rod. And then the yellowfin pushed in, and we've just been hammering yellowfin for the last Where three months. Where have you been getting those? I mean, um, exactly. But. So... The it honestly depends on where the bait is. Um, right now, a lot of the sand deals are stacked up on the 40 fathom curve, okay. um, which is offshore. So uh, we've been running primarily about 50 to 60 miles to go get them. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, each week we have our guests on. We always like them to share a little story with us. Can you share a quick story with us? Yeah. Um, does it have to be a funny story? Or... Um, I like to hear funny, serious, whatever you want to do. All right. Um, We've heard them all. <laughs> so... Uh, I'll give you two funny ones. Um, okay, I'll give you one then. <laughs> they'll be quick. But I, all right. Um, so I have uh, I've witnessed somebody gaffing a yellowfin and falling in the water. Um, it was a, on a boat across the way from me. I saw the guy reach over the bow and stick the fish, and it was a green fish, which means it still had a lot of life left in it, and it just ripped him straight into the water. 
Oh my god! And all my clients turned around and just started hysterically laughing, and that was probably one of the funniest moments. And he was safe. Yeah, he was he, fine. He okay. was safe. Okay. Very, that, that's very, the most important. You laugh at yourself, out. or you laugh at somebody. But you always want to make sure they're they safe. pulled him back in the boat. They got the fish, and it was it awesome. Was I'll tell you, Tony, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, just want to send a thank you again to our main show sponsors, Braun Seafood, Blue Sage Day Spa, and Whitewater Outfit Fitters. So that wraps up this week's show for Bernie Bass and the Captain. Have a great week, and I hope you'll tune in next week. For all upcoming show information, check us out at Tightline WRIV Radio. With any comments or suggestions, we're casting off from WRIV Radio, hometown station, all local, all the time. Please join us next week for another exciting show. And always remember, treat people with kindness and thank a veteran.